0: Welcome to 68 Shining Moments presented by DraftKings Sportsbook. Today we talked to former UConn coach Jim Calhoun about the incredible national title run back in 2011 in which Kemba Walker carried the Huskies to a national championship. All right, now pleased to welcome in uh, the former head coach of the UConn Huskies, the three-time national uh, champion, uh, Jim Calhoun. And uh, Jim, we're going to talk about one of the greatest NCAA tournament runs of all time and that is your 2011 team with none other than Kemba Walker and uh, I know I know he holds a a special place in your heart not just because of what he did in 2011 but because of the human being he is as well as the
1: player yeah he's a special guy you know I just think that when I hear these different Danny and the miracles from Kansas and these other things that was great run. you know it was five six games we had 11 <laughs> and, 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 you know, I'd like to be an ego guy and say, Hey, it's my coaching. It's our development. Well, you know, no one developed except his parents, that incredible personality. No one developed the fact that he cares about his teammates. Now the misnomer, a little bit of that team, Kimber and I over dinner have talked about this, is the fact that the back court, Shabazz Napier became an all American. and was a very, very good freshman. Jeremy Lamb has been averaging his pro career. Uh, over 13 points a game now at the Indiana basis. So, when you have three guys who play in the NBA after that, one being an All Star, uh, you got a chance. And you know, you and I would probably talk about the guy because Boston Brooks and uh, Alex Oriaki. Yep. Alex Oriaki, if he could have been directed right, he's a good kid. I'm going to call him mm-hmm. later on get him a job in Israel, but he could have played in the league because yeah. physically he's a terrific, terrific rebounder, good kid, uh, lost his way a little bit in school, but not academically, he's a smart kid. I don't mean that. What I mean simply is uh, you know, Roscoe Smith, uh, uh, Giffey. Yep. We're a pretty good team that found itself at the right time. So, all right, go, let's go
0: back. You started out unranked because of all the young guys on the team, and people didn't know Kemba was Kemba going into that year. So you're 17-2, and two, you win in Hawaii, and then you go on this this dreadful run at the end of the year where you lose four or five. Jim, I remember being in the weight room after that Notre Dame game after you lose to Notre Dame, it was Saturday um, at home and I'm in the weight room and everybody's head is down. I mean, it looked like a morgue in there after that (laughs) game. What what do you remember about that locker room after that game and probably what you told them you might not be able to, to actually repeat. Uh, What what do you remember about
1: that? Well, we'll make this PG Um, very simply. uh, You know, Time's come about. i tell you what. I've had a parallel a little bit, uh, Jeff. Guy named Steve Peichel, coach, and Rutgers. Off to a great start. And then he went on <laughs> one of the toughest rides. I watched him play Indiana the other night. Or I watched these other teams. And that gauntlet that you have to go through. Well, guess what? According to the stats, 11 of the 12 teams, 13, whatever it was that year, the Big East, went to the NCAA tournament. The most ever. So an easy game was against a 10th place team who was going to the NCAA tournament. <laughs> and all I have to tell you that, so if you made a mistake, it was magnified. And somehow or other, and you're right, we, down the stretch, we weren't very good, like four and six, whatever we were. But we, we were right there, just couldn't put across the top. And, and yet, as we start the season in Maui, it's uh, Wichita State, it's Michigan State, and it's Kentucky, we beat Kentucky bad. We had the potential to be good, Things, a couple of injuries here, a couple of things happened there. More importantly, we just didn't truly find ourselves. That was going to be a good season, no more, no less. And then, somehow or other, and once again, we went back, not to the drawing board, but back of who we were. I mentioned to Steve Pike the other night. he says, Coach, why do you think it's so tough? I said, The teams are playing great. I said, But secondly, you got to be who you are. And I thought that when Steve's team didn't quite defend the way they were and rebound, they fell in love with jump shots and then magnified what their game was based upon jump shots. That's not who they are. Right. By the way, that wasn't who we were. We were scrambling really good rebound, 118. And once we kind of get back to who we were, should I say it automatically clicked? No, but we got better and that first game really helped us. Second game really helped us. <laughs> and then it yeah. started the to fall game was in place. Fall right? First game was fall.
0: then you get a good Georgetown team with what? like, I forget who was on that team. Was it Austin Freeman? So team. Mark, those guys, yeah, you, you beat Georgetown and you start to get
1: your mojo back. Yeah. It was always like magic, you know, like everybody talks about getting exhausted. They're 20-year-old kids. Right. They could go back to the uh stores, Connecticut, be isolated during break, and I'd be kicking the hell out of them, yelling, screaming at them. Here they get beautiful hotels, nice meals, and get twenty thousand people yelling and tell them how great they are. As right. a matter right. Fact, right. Bill Clinton showed up, President Clinton showed up. <laughs> To make it even better, and I, I think you know the point I'm getting at. Very simply, uh, we, we found ourselves. Now it's not that easy just find yourself. Then he goes, "We built upon it." And you know what? I've always said this about the game itself, Jeff. If you are what you are and be the best that you can be, doing that, you're fine. We knew it. The kids, <laughs> you know, Shabazz who's a Andre, wonderful kid, all those kind of great things, and and yet he followed. Kimber around like a puppy dog yeah. Jeremy got courage from Kimber and I, I just think the whole idea I, I feel badly for some of the kids now playing the tournaments. it's great but playing in Madison Square Garden on a Friday night in the semifinals oh, packed house nothing like it there's nothing better I don't care what anybody tells me there is nothing better and I, I just think the magic came and and you know as a coach you can feel when you have it by the way you can feel when you don't have it too but, I, but they started to get this thing pretty quickly. Two wins kind of changed us. It didn't change who we were. It changed how we saw things. Hope that we can get this thing. And obviously, the next few games, uh, Louisville, Syracuse, Pitt, the great setback by, by Kimber and poor Kid McGee, who didn't go, out the house for, McGee didn't go out of the house for two weeks, I heard after that. That's a true story. <laughs> no. Hey, did you like, draw that
0: play up for Kimber?
1: We draw that play up because they switched everything. Yeah. Uh, Coombs yeah. was being covered by the big kid. And uh, we knew they're going to switch. And we knew anytime you switched on Kimber, unless you were real good, it was a tough situation. But yeah, we didn't call the timeout, ran, pick and roll, got the switch, and got the shot. Now he put it in. <laughs>
0: no, it was, I mean, an iconic shot, an iconic shot that will ever, I mean, forever be in not, not only Big East tournament history. I, I feel like that's one of those memorable moments that I was there for, luckily that you will yep. never ever forget. So, so you win that, you win the big East tournament and now you're feeling really good about yourselves again, but you know, like it's still a long road. You've done this road before and you can have all that mojo back all you want. You got six more. How, how are you, how are you going into the NCAA tournament? What do you remember telling them? Was it, you know, one game at a time guys, or we just did five, we can do six more.
1: Yeah. I, I didn't even talk about the six more. I told them, you know, one weekend at a time, we get, we're going through a tournament. There's two games. Now, to play the second, you gotta win the first, but forget about that. Why don't we what we're doing a good job with now? And I mean this honestly, we started to realize more who we were and who our leader was. Now we did that, but you know, seasons are flowing, they're going back and forth, and someone takes over a role that maybe they shouldn't have. I'll tell you what, Jeff. That drew and someone said they're young, they were just dumb enough as freshmen to believe everything I said. Right. And by that I mean you can convince a freshman when you're successful, Big East Championship rings, all that kind of stuff better than you can uh, a senior who now kind of set in his ways. I I just think that I can honestly tell you that as a coach, you're always pessimistic. But I don't know. I don't think that after five games, five days in our neighborhood, Big East, they ever saw anything different. And, you know, whether it be Arizona, I don't care who it may be. we, We just took on the challenges. We had some close things. I never remember that team that was almost like a magic uh, vaccine that we got to go through the tournament because you win five games, five days. I forget about the physical part, About just mentally, you know how good you feel? Do you know how great you feel? When we went back to stores, I still remember it. I mean, they are excited late in the season to go to practice, to keep this going. Yeah. And, I, and I think the best thing we probably did is probably jump on top of that. You know, really, really say it's, it's going to be tougher on the road, different places, don't know us, all that kind of stuff. I just think that when you have a beacon, and I look at teams that have beacons, Kimball was the beacon because not only was he a coach on the floor for me, he, he was just such a, they loved him. I, you know, it's a funny thing to say, but they truly loved him. And Jeff, you know him pretty well. And he's, he's like a, a son to me. He's got his father, but he's got another son to me. I, I, I truly believe he's one of the best people. And you and I both know. We, someone said to you, people love Kimber Walker. Oh. We know, because we do too
0: you never hear a bad word about Kemba ever from anybody. And the other thing that I always felt like Jim, even the year before when you guys struggled and and during that stretch at the end of the season, Kemba somehow always found a way to face the music and smile and always find the positivity, which you know, you didn't always do. So he probably balanced you out pretty well during some of those stretches when you guys weren't winning, right? As, a, as a Yeah, leader. because they, they believed in
1: him. They're afraid of me and believed in him. And that's a sometimes a good combination. I whisper in his ear, you know, Jerry, you got to keep uh, Jeremy up. He can shoot the heck out. But but remember, you know, he believes me, Alex, but, but he Alex, loves you. Right? I mean, Alex,
0: you know, Alex had a hard time figuring Alex Oriaki out. My guess is Kemba
1: probably had an easier time. Oh, yeah, no question. I, I, I truly believe that that when you put pieces together, you don't know how they're going to intertwine. But but I go back to Reggie Lewis, God rest his soul. The guys loved Reggie. And that team became really one of the special mid-major teams in the country. The guys loved um, Kimber. I don't think people could ever take that and understand truly what that means. I think when you're involved in athletics every day, you meet someone you say, kind of special. My nickname for Kimber is the Velvet Sword. You, you, you know, with that smile, you love him. He's cutting you and beating you because... You know, nothing antagonistic, just beating you with a smile. And I, I, I just think that I never thought of it this way. You just said it. At particular given times, he and I were a great match to each other. I'd be blowtorch. Yep. He'd be picking them up at the same right. time saying, you listen to him, he knows what he's talking about. But here's what he, you know, and I have a guy like that. And he doesn't do it by the way for show. He does it because he cares. It's that time of the year again, folks. Conference tournaments are
0: tipping off. Bubble teams making their final push for a bid while the best teams in the country are gearing up for a deep run. Auto bids will be punched. Slippers will be fit. And our partners at DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top rated sportsbook, are putting my listeners at the center of the action. If you bet $4 on an underdog in a select game this week, and that underdog wins, you win $256. That's right. $256. $256. Here's how it works. Download the app now. Use that promo code FIELD68 when you sign up. Again, FIELD68 when you sign up. Scroll through the list of select underdogs, bet $4 on them to win, and cash out a whopping $256 when they do. There's no better way for you to put your college hoops knowledge on display than to put your money where your mouth is with DraftKings Sportsbook. It's safe. It's secure. It's reliable. And you can deposit and withdraw your funds at your convenience. So remember, that's FIELD, the code, FIELD68. Again, FIELD68 to turn $4 into $256. For a limited time only, you must be 21 years or older. Restrictions apply. Go to DraftKings.com for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. No, that's special 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 guy. It's better to have it as a player than as an assistant coach way better because they respected Kemba. They listened- Well, the other
1: thing, Jeff, during that period of time, so we talked about 11 games, okay? Road trips, California, wherever it may be. How much time does Kemba spend with them? And how much time do I spend with them? Right. And think about that. It's those times in the getting out of the thing, walking over there on the bus, wherever it may be, going out for lunch, all those things. And, 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 and you and I both know, I'm sure Kemba has moments but you don't see them and I don't see them because that's not who he is. He doesn't want to put whatever's going on with him onto other people. And I just think, and I know where people that don't truly understand special is the only word. It'll always be special, a special players. I've ever had, and I've had some really good ones, great ones, uh, give a walk and let us. And I truly believe when we talk about youth, they were just young enough to truly look for a leader and he was the perfect guy. So,
0: you get through Bucknell, Cincy, yeah. San Diego State with Kawhi. I mean, wow. then, we didn't yeah. know what Kawhi was then. We do now in the Sweet 16, right? I mean, we knew he was a good player. He and Jimmer went against each other in the Mountain West all year, but you didn't yep. know Kawhi was this.
1: He was really good, really good. So then, you yeah, I mean, once again, you go through the teams and you figure, you know, I'm not sure what it is in, in many, many ways, but but you but you see uh, that. that, that Team, you know the great thing about the tournament, too, by the way? You find out how great certain players are. You know, Kawhi being one of them said, holy God, where did he come from? And, 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 and you know, that's why the, the whole, you know, and I mentioned before, May Madness yeah. possibly could have been. But March Madness does have great significance yep. because not only does it tell basketball stories, it tells life stories. Some of the life stories that, you know, the, the networks, Turner and CBS put out there, pretty special stuff.
0: So when you went into the Final Four against Kentucky, I was like, all right, this is where it ends. Like, this is a great ride, but this is probably where it ends. They just had more overall talent than you guys. I thought. They did. I thought. And now, looking back on it, maybe not quite as much. You know, Brandon Knight, Terrence Jones, they had good players. But but you had Kemba. You had Kemba. Like, that was the X factor. Yeah, the X
1: factor in Kentucky game a little bit, if you remember correctly, was Shabazz. Shabazz came off and made two terrific plays down the stretch. And Jeremy grew up in the tournament. Jeremy was a good player, was good in the Big East tournament, but he was sensational in the NCAA tournament. And I, I just think that you're right. You know, life finds different things happen at different times. You watched a great player with a great group of young players and Alex just become better all before your eyes. If you took us from that first game against Georgetown, the Big East, to the finals against Butler, you would send a lot of evolution. And, you know, it's part of life, but it's also part of uh, sport.
0: How how sweet. You, you go in, then you got Butler. It's not the
1: prettiest game to watch, but you didn't care. <laughs> you know, like they can say whatever they want. Well, yeah, we get a halftime. The Butler game, we're down one at halftime, too. Don't realize that. 18, 19, 18. We go in I said, I don't give a hell, in other words, yeah. what you're going to do at halftime. And what you think you're going to do? If they don't score, they can't beat us because they're awful offensively. That's the most contested shots. We blocked 11 shots. People don't realize how good we were defensively in that second half. And it made into a very ugly game, but just ugly enough to hold up the trophy at the end. We won by 11 points, which seemed like 100 uh, during that game. But bottom line is is, is uh, that was another factor which kind of came about. We can win a couple different ways. We didn't have to just get up and down the court because we weren't very big. Well, you have Shabazz people thought that was
0: the only way people always thought that was the only way you could score right like getting up and, exactly. down and running and and that really that was the best way for that team to score But butler, oh, no played, butler played a defense it was a lot of uh a lot of holding and grabbing let's let's be honest and then some yes. I, I,
1: I, thought, I i said they're poke checking us i thought i was in a hockey game uh, because you know but regardless I, I you know i i just think that you know when the team evolves, it's great. It won't be one of the great all time teams, but it will be one of the great accomplishments of any team in the history of the NCAA tournament, bar none by anybody, only because it, it won in different ways. It won in the game that was in the teams at halftime. It won in the semi shootouts at times, but it kept winning and it found ways to win. And I, I just think it's special. And each kid kind of had its own story. And you know, Jeremy's insecurity became confidence. So Shabazz. Uh, sassiness became a positive, positive. and I just think with all those different things, Alec Toriyaki was one of the two or three best players we had during the NCAA tournament. What What will you remember most? Give me a story
0: of Kemba, whether it's maybe after winning the whole thing or during the Final Four, or during the tournament, or, or Big East. Give me something that like people might not have seen.
1: Jim, was there something? Yeah, you, you always you, remember once again, you, you you couldn't. And I'm not sure you don't teach us, you know, someone's like, you do know, all the things I learned at Harvard, not in classrooms, you know, it's that kind of thing. And I, I truly totally believe that anything he did wasn't premeditated. And, and so I saw him at times when I've been on Alex, for example, him with his arm around you know, big six of 10, 260 pound muscle guy, arm around him. And they weren't going to say clothes or unclothes, not bad at all. But he had this ability to sniff people out. I also remember going to the Koozie Award, one guy of the year. And he thanked me 15 times going over there. And I'm trying to think to myself, thank you. You don't say I'm going to get but you wanted to thank him. Right? Yeah, I'm going to get it. All these things, bonus, I mean all different things personally, uh, and another another title, uh, and he's thanking me. And and every there was nothing contrived about him. Right? I think what we all appreciate with him, and I say you know him pretty well, is his book being just who he is, not trying to be somebody he's not. And I think that's a great, great thing. That's why, by the way, kids as diverse as Jeremy Lamb or Shabazz and these other guys, they believed him. And when, and when, and then a couple seniors, Donnell Beverly's own, truly believed whatever he was selling, they were buying. And I think that's really, really important. You know, and kind of even his ending of going out a year early, kind of. Went off into the sunset after having an incredible career, but a special, special guy. I can't say that too many times because I, I, I see it in everything he does from his family. And I, I think that the people who love basketball and the game itself and, and were really, in many, many ways, found a treasure that they're watching right before the very odds.
0: My favorite canvas story that year came out. It must have been. I don't know, midway through the year, and I did a story on him. And I sat down with him during the day. For some reason, you guys were at a hotel near
1: Bradley Airport, I think. Yeah. I don't, know why. I don't remember why, Jim. Well, no, the, re- the reason that we did that was if something was going on on campus, night no. before a game, we,
0: we, we got to move away. Mo- you know what it was? The women were going to set the record the next day. That's right. So That's I, right. I asked Alex – I had known Alex and Jamal forever – so I remember asking them and, and any of your guys, I said, Hey, I got to go over and cover the women's game yep. later that night. If anybody wants to go, let me know. I'll drive you over and I'll take you back. Yep. Alex and Jamal had no interest. I think i no. <laughs> Donnell. I took, I drove Kemba and Donnell over and I said, no okay, yep. I left them. I said, Hey, if you guys need a ride, text me. And, uh, I'm going to probably be an hour or so maybe an hour and a half after the game ends, I'm going to be a while. And remember Kemba, at this point, He's already on his national player of the year run. Like everybody yep, yep. in the country knows who Kemba is. So I get a text. I figure for sure it's an hour after the game. I get a text. I figure for sure somebody picked him up and drove him wherever because he's Kemba. Yep. And he texts me. He says, hey, you know, you still good to take us back? I say, yeah, no problem whatsoever. So I walk out in the Hartford Civic Center. They're the only two left, Jim. He's got really? his cool down, right, because he doesn't want to be noticed. And he waited an hour and a half when any one of 20,000 people that walked by Kemba Walker would have we'll glad to take him back to the hotel. But yeah, that, was funny. that was Kemba yeah. Walker. That's what I tell people. That's Kemba. Like, no ego, just a regular dude who just, uh, I, I, again, like you, I can't say enough about Kemba Walker, the human being. I can't. Yeah,
1: I, I just think that every once in a while they say you meet someone very special. We met him. Uh, he saw he conquered and you he never heard about it except the fact he wanted to get praised to his teammates and I just think that someone asked me why it was so important Well, will always see 99 was important we're 34 and 2 great season etc cetera, etc cetera. and it's all different reasons I always thought 04 we were the best team in the country when America was healthy but that team kind of rejuvenated me in some sort of ways thinking you can't you haven't lost faith in I every mean, kids are still kids right. and they want to be good you just got to find better ways and having a leader like Kimber and some of the guys. And I'll tell you, I think it was important that team he was only freshman was Giffey. Giffey used to ask these guys, you guys have it made in the sense of- Yeah, that's true. You know, the way they treat you and yep. everybody in Connecticut loves you. I just think once again, you can throw a lot of pieces and you pick this piece and that piece, put them together make it a team. God must have been looking down, or shining one time. He first gave me Kimber, but then he gave me some really, really good kids on that team. I was very important on that team. Beverly was very good guys were just important who necessarily didn't have as big a role, but special season, special time. And when I think about it, I, you know, I still get some goosebumps. Well,
0: we we appreciate you taking some time, Jim. Uh, One of the greatest I think NCAA tournament runs uh, in history led by none other than Kemba Walker. Um, Again, thanks for joining us,
1: Jim. Appreciate it. Thank you, Jeff.